1: For all of us, it's about predicting where the consumer is going and getting half of it right.
0: One of the things we want to do is create ads that don't suck. Embracing change creates great possibility. I'm Alan Hart, and this is Marketing Today. Bridget, would you introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, of course. So I'm Bridget Esposito, Vice President, Global Creative Director at Prudential. And I have been at Prudential for about nine years now. Previous to that was in the agency world. And I'm a mother to two amazing kids and also a professor teaching design to non-designers. So business schools, things of that nature to really understand the language. And yeah, I, I'm a visual problem solver.
0: Yeah. Well, I was checking out your LinkedIn and I think it must be a daughter that's in the header image. Yes. Yeah. It looked like mini you.
1: She is mini me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes the personality of her father, but for the most part, mini that's, me. That's yeah.
0: pretty funny because I had to like double take. I was like, wait, <laughs> that's not a ki- That's not a childhood picture. That's your kid. Yeah. So that's amazing. Well, tell me. And
1: scary. <laughs> amazing
0: and scary. <laughs> a mini version of me would be extraordinarily <laughs> scary as well. So. Yeah. um well, tell me, is is there any something about yourself that others might not know?
1: So, as a creative, I've always been that way. However, I have a really strong athletic background. So, played softball growing up my entire life. Played Division One softball. Went into the advertising world. Market crashed like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Of course, advertising and brand first ones to go, right? <laughs> and then I went back to coach Division One softball while I got my MFA. And I still to this day play. Now I play forty and over because now I'm old. But we still travel around the country and play for world titles and stuff. I think that's such a big part of who I am, just because it's a lot of the leadership style mm-hmm. has come out of like the formation of understanding teamwork right. and dynamics and culture. So,
0: I love yeah. that. I love that. Well, so we're recording this at Adobe Summit. We're I think we're on day two. Uh, the day's blurred it feels together. Feels like day nine. A little bit. A little <sighs> bit. So uh, what's been a takeaway or two that you've taken away?
1: So AI is forefront to every single person's conversation uh, and as it should be. And what I really appreciate and what I see Adobe doing, right? I love that they launched Firefly. That's amazing because so many people have been scared. They've been nervous about what it means. Excited and scared, right? Thinking that, you know, whether it's ChatGPT, or and in, in the other spaces, like, does that take away my job? Like, what does that mean for me? What does that mean as a marketer? What does it mean as a creative? And so there were so many other questions surrounding it, too, of like, what about licensing? Like, what? so many questions that I think Adobe's been able to answer it. And what I love is that they're also telling the story of not to be scared of it, but to utilize it as a tool, right? It's another tool for your arsenal. It's not going to do your job. It's going to help support it and be a part of that. And I think that's such a powerful message. And I love that it's going out to such a global audience. And I'm excited to see where that goes.
0: Yeah. It was I, I was there for the launch of that in the first opening session. It looked pretty amazing. And the one big thing, because it's come up on my show before with the other tools out in there like Mid Journey and some yeah. of the other like generated images or text mm-hmm. for that matter, is this notion of copyright and right. and the notion that they're building this in a commercial friendly way makes it that much easier to adopt your yes, company. Especially,
1: so. I mean, I live, in, live and breathe a very regulated environment, right? Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> in the financial services. Yeah. And that stuff is important because especially as a larger company there, people are looking to see you step out of line. And so the idea that there's a safety net there and that they, even their content, content authenticity model that they have mm-hmm. is really strong. And that's just great to see because they're the leaders in that space. And it does. It makes it easier for enterprise companies to be able to use and start exploring and seeing how you're going to bring things to life.
0: Yeah, I love it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking
1: for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. It's surprisingly affordable too. connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10 percent on your first month. That's BetterHelp. H.E.L.P.
0: Well, so your CMO, Susan Summerstill Johnson, was on stage as well. Tell us a little bit about the journey that Prudential's on from a marketing standpoint. Where are you guys going?
1: So, you know, what's interesting is that the Adobe Summit, last one in person, was four years ago. Yeah. And I was sitting in the crowd and I'm watching Susan Johnson on stage talking about the rebrand of Truist. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, she is amazing. She is so cool. Like, I would love to work for her one day. And then probably maybe a little bit into COVID, they're like, so we have a new CMO. And if I found out it was Susan, I was so excited. And so we've been on this journey and it's a journey of the customer. Mm-hmm. It's the journey of how we're engaging in that space. It's also a journey of culture, a journey of process, and definitely a journey of MarTech. Right? So it's all these different things that are kind of building the foundation of who we are. And it's exciting. So. We're we're about to celebrate 150 year anniversary wow. as a company. Yeah, and that's pretty amazing. And I think we are constantly fighting against the fact that they're like, Ooh, they're old, 150 years, right? So we're always pushing for innovation and finding the right way. And the journey that the marketing team is going on now is all in the right steps, right? Customer first, personalization, content and speed at scale, and then the culture part. Right. And that's what Susan does so well. Like she opens it up to empower everyone to say, hey. You can solve this problem just as much as I can. Everybody has a responsibility. You were all accountable. Tell us what you guys think about bringing this to life. What do you think about how we can improve our processes and things of that nature? And that's really powerful. And that goes all the way down and felt. And I think that's that's where we're going.
0: Well, and from somebody like yourself that manages a creative group, that has to be pretty inspiring too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think we also got a new chief brand officer. And uh, so... Richard has been with the company, I think it's just maybe a little bit longer than Susan. No, after Susan, I'm sorry. And Richard really brings a sense for us of like the accountability at the top and the support where before the creatives reported into strategy. And that was interesting. (laughs) And um, so it's just nice to have the leadership at the top that allows creative to have a seat at the table. And that inspires people all the way down. So we want to hear. And I think you bring everybody, right? So you've got your MarTech partners, your strategy partners, and you bring everybody to the table at once. It becomes really powerful from the beginning.
0: Right. Interesting. Well, and so you were also on stage in your own right, talking about content creation for personalization. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about that. Like what, what are you trying to put in place? What's been some of the key enablers, if you will, to make that happen?
1: So we have some things that are foundational that we've been doing over the years and then we're actually in the midst of adding on aem oh wow okay and which is like a Mm all-in a marketo the whole like we're deep we're diving in deep and we're just in there (laughs) trying to like figure it out at once and uh what's exciting about that is everybody's having to think differently so as we look at all the different target audiences and the way that i mean there's seven different areas that we support through the Mm -hmm different business lines, lines and enterprise right. and mm-hmm. international. And so this is allowing us to think about create once, use many, Yeah, right? More brand cohesion and seeing it kind of pull all the way through. Right. And doing it at a faster speed. So we're having to think differently and really think about like, when I create this, how will it work for others? will it have the legs. Are we thinking of it more globally? Is it connecting the dots? And so all of those things are becoming part of our repertoire and it's great. And then some of the other things that are more foundational are we're trying to take other things off our plate, right? So AM is going to do a lot of that, but we use Adobe Express as well. Set up brand templates, creative cloud libraries. So others that are a part of our team that, that are not a part of marketing, but need some materials like email headers, word banners, some right. socials for our, our social posts and things. We have those templates already created and we're able to keep an eye on them. And it's just the brand cohesion is so much stronger now that we're using products and libraries and things like that.
0: Gotcha. Oh, I love the fact that you talk about it. It's a different... Way to work, uh, or think you have to think differently about the way yes. you're working. How, in I've worked in financial services myself in other organizations, the business lines can kind of be hard to change. Any tips for others that are trying to partner more but bring them along with new ways of working?
1: Who's going to hear this? Just kidding. No, I, <laughs> these uh, are marketers. It's, it's it's a a friendly marketers. So, yes, right. And yeah. I think a lot of times. You have like, well, this has worked for so long, Mm -hmm. right? We've been doing it like this for so long and it is hard to break through that. But my suggestion and my thought is if you find one of those businesses who's willing to take a risk with you with something new and you do a a showcase, you know, you pick out what campaign you're going to do and you go through, you make it happen, you see the success, then you've got to find that champion within the business to talk about you, like help showcase that amazing success. And once one business sees like, ooh, they're doing good over there with that, it starts rolling, right? Right. So the champion becomes a really big deal. And it can't be a champion within your team. And it can't be your boss. It's got to be someone from that business space and that business line. And I have to tell you, I think I find the most success in that with salespeople. Yes. From those, because yeah. they naturally know how to sell anyway. And they also... They're you
0: know, great t- storytellers yes. as well. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so that they, once you find that one champion starts rolling and then it becomes contagious. And then all of a sudden you're getting requests all the time for these spaces. And it's so much easier to have those conversations. So you just got to find the one right. and go for it in that space. And you're going to learn a lot along the way, too.
0: Gotcha. Well, so curious if there's been any. I know you're getting started on the big stacks of stuff,
1: mm-hmm.
0: AM. But prior to that, has there been any biggest surprise or lesson learned going through this process? Of,
1: oh, there's a lot of things. I feel like I fail a lot. <laughs> <And that's, laughs> I say it. Don't tell my boss. No, um, I, I fail a lot, but in the positive way. I think we all do, and then we learn from them immediately. I think that's the beauty of digital is that when you're going through things, whether it's a process, where it's like as long as you can own up to it, mm-hmm. this didn't work. I went the wrong direction. I learned that. Now I'm going to go this way. It's okay. And I think we have to be okay with having those and accepting some of mm-hmm. those things. I think people are afraid to fail. When you're afraid to fail, you end up not you creating the same thing. Because when you create something, go to create something, and it's super easy, then you're doing the same thing you've always done, right? Right. It's going to feel like you're creating a door where there wasn't a door before. And that can be exhausting and that can be scary. But if you have to keep pushing through in those spaces to see success, because if it's easy, you've done it before and then you're not really. Right. Yeah.
0: Love it. Love it. Well, uh, I've got a few more questions, maybe less about Adobe Summit, less about what you're doing, a little bit more about you. What's the best piece of advice you've gotten?
1: So the best piece of advice that I've ever gotten actually came from my sports side of my career. Mm -hmm. So there is this famous softball coach. I'm sorry, I'm bringing it back to
0: softball. It's okay. Um, Everything is softball, right? Yes, that's my world.
1: (laughs) She coached at UCLA. Her name's Sue Inquist. She's a mentor of mine. I just find her to be the most influential woman that I've ever come across. And in my younger years, she would talk about how the game doesn't know. The game doesn't know how old you are, doesn't know where you came from, doesn't know your race, your gender, any of those things, right? All it knows is level of effort Mm -hmm. on that given day, in that given moment. And I pulled that over into my corporate career because hierarchies can be scary. And when you go into a new space, people get very hesitant on like, can I share my idea? Like, will it be accepted? And trust me, in my career, there's been a lot of like stay in your own swim lane. And I'm always like, no, we all should live in the same pool together. But that advice kind of carried over to the idea of like creative doesn't know or the project doesn't know. So why not be me? Like, why not me? Why not my idea? But no one will ever know if I don't try and if I don't speak up and if I don't have a voice. So that was probably the best advice that I'd ever been given that I carry over through on a regular basis.
0: I love that. It's great. It's great advice. Is there a topic that you're trying to learn more about as a marketer or you, you think other marketers should learn more about?
1: So I think other marketers should learn all aspects of marketing so from a creative perspective my team and i we have goals we learn about data and analytics everywhere we can we're trying to learn under understand in totality everything from user experience design we are diving deep into martech Mm -hmm. and i think when and that should be the same case for everybody people should understand and know creatives and how you work on a regular basis because i think that's the best way that you are going to be successful and that creativity is going to thrive when you understand other people's roles and then you also support them. And then always exploring new software as well. So for us, like I get really excited about substance and 3D. And I know people think we're going to financial, financial space. Like what are you using for? There's a lot of things. And then getting, I'm excited to learn more about AI and dive deeper in there.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Last question for you. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a silly question. So you can take it any direction you want. Is there one thing that you love or one thing that you hate? (laughs)
1: So, this is going to be really corny, but it's the <laughs> truth. But I love teamwork. I uh, love a good teammate, yes, I love a a solid team. Like it's all culture, and you were only as good as the person to the right or left of you. You've got to pull them along. you got to hold them accountable. And when that happens and you have that love for each other, that respect for each other, that understanding of each other, you're gonna do amazing things. That's where stuff can thrive when people are most psychologically comfortable and accepted and pushed through. So, yeah, teamwork, which it's corny, but that's it. That's me.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for spending yeah. some time with me today.
1: Yeah, it's great. Thank you for having me.
0: Hi, it's Alan again. Marketing Today was created and produced by me with post production support from Sam Robertson. If you're new to Marketing Today, please feel free to write us a review on iTunes or your favorite listening platform. Don't forget to subscribe on marketingtodaypodcast.com. Tell your friends and colleagues about the show. I love hearing from listeners. You can contact me at marketingtodaypodcast.com. There you'll also find complete show notes and links to what was discussed in the episode today. And you can search our archives. I'm Alan Hart, and this is Marketing Today.